0: Hi! Welcome to my podcast, Learn Multilanguage with Eureka Are you someone that can speak Chinese, Japanese, or simply interested in learning a new language? You're in the right place. Follow along for an easy way to learn two, three, or even four languages at once. Hi everyone! Today's podcast episode is Mandarin Lesson Zero. It's a little different from our usual formatting, but it's for geared towards people who already know Korean and are thinking of learning Mandarin. Just as an overview, today's lesson is learning Mandarin in a fun way as a Korean American. Some three points that is really important to understand this course is that the Korean language covers most of Chinese pronunciations, which means that you won't have to learn any new ones in order to learn the Chinese pronunciations. The portion of Chinese that are related to consonants are covered by English, so if you can speak Korean and English, then that'll help you even further. The second point is that English grammar is similar with Chinese. If you ever need to think of a sentence structure, just try to directly translate it from how you would say it in English, because that would be the correct grammar structure. The third point is that Korean and Chinese share a common culture, which means that the two languages share Chinese characters. What's your last name in Chinese? Stick around to figure that out. In episode one. So as I mentioned earlier, Korean and Chinese and English share some pronunciations. So for example, Korean has 400 basic phonics, which means that there can be millions of combinations based on these basic phonics. That's why it's the biggest bubble. Then there's Mandarin, which has 400 basic phonics, units, and four tones. So in total, there's about 1,000 sounds in total. And in English, there's an indeterminate amount, but it's definitely less than Korean and Mandarin. So since the bubbles cover most of Mandarin, this means that knowing Korean and English will help you a lot when you're trying to learn Mandarin. You won't need to learn a lot of new pronunciations. So let's try. The Korean words on the right don't actually exist as real words, but they're more like phonics to help you pronounce the words in Mandarin. So the first word in Mandarin is "jingji," and you can say this in Korean with "jingji." The second word in Mandarin is "xi huan," and in Korean it's "xi huan." The third word in Mandarin is "wenhua." Wunghua means culture. In Korean, it's wonhua. The fourth word and last word of Mandarin is jia. In Korean, there isn't really a single word for the first word jiao, so it's made up of two. Are the first two words combined together and pronounced as total one word. And then the second one is ü. That one's just standing alone. Nice job. Let's try another. These are some commonly mispronounced words in Korean. So let's try to correct them. In Mandarin, there's the word In Korean, it's easy to say because there's no F sound in Korean. But we can just go with the English pronunciation and say with the F sound instead of a P sound. The second word in Mandarin is 太好了. The second word in Mandarin is 太好了. 太好了 means so good. In Korean, it's easy to mispronounce it as instead of the lu sound. So, the right pronunciation is 太好了, with a TH and an L instead of an R pronunciation. I'm sure some of you are familiar with the five tones in Chinese. The flat, up, down and up, down and silent. These tones are new in Korean. People who speak Korean don't usually use these tones because they're really original and specific to Chinese. So let's spend some time reviewing. The first tone is flat. An example is ma, which means mom. Tone two goes up. So, ma, ma is ma which means trouble. The third tone is down and up. So you're kind of going down a mountain and then up again in the valley. An example for this is ma, which means horse. The fourth tone is down. An example is ma, ma means curse or yell at. So the fifth and last pronunciation is untoned. This one's a little hard to get, but once you get the nuance of it, it'll be pretty easy to differentiate between the four and five types. So an example is, ma, ma is the word that is put after a question. In Chinese, there are two different scripts. One is traditional and one is simplified. Traditional, obviously, you can tell has more strokes, and simplified has some more simplified strokes. What these two scripts have in common, though, is that they try to be an image of the word that it's describing. The one that we see here is long. Long means dragon, and they kind of look like a dragon, which is the middle picture. Mandarin has a lot of dialects, because the mainland, which is the big part of China, and Taiwan which is the small island off the coast, the two areas' governments' language is based on the Beijing language, but not completely. Since there's one billion people in China, there's of course going to be some variation in the dialects. So some of these dialects are Cantonese, Shanghainese, Hakka, Ming, and a huge number of others. Sometimes these dialects are so distinct from each other that you can't really tell between the two, If you speak one dialect, then you most likely won't be able to understand the other. Mandarin is also a really concise and structured language. If we compare the English and Chinese word count of the first five paragraphs of some CNN news samples or other radios, we can see that the Chinese characters are less than half of the percentage of the English words. Isn't that really cool? Chinese words have a lot of meaning within each word, so it's a very dense language, which means that is concise. Let's compare three words in English, Korean, and Chinese. The first word in English is car. You see the green words highlighted in Korean and Chinese? Those are basically translated to vehicle, roughly. So in addition to car, in Korean and Chinese, it's almost like they put car and vehicle at the end of each word. So car in English is basically car vehicle in Chinese and Korean. So car in Korean means and in Chinese it means Our second word in English is stroller. And in Korean, that's And in Chinese, that's Our last word in English is train. In Korean, that word means zonta, and in Chinese, it's diancho. The good thing about this is that you know roughly that the word they're talking about is a vehicle, no matter what kind of vehicle it is, because of the green highlight that will exist no matter what. So here are today's takeaways. The first one is that knowing Korean and American at the same time will give you a really big advantage when you're learning Chinese. The reason for this this is that Korean and American have different tones that can be used together in Chinese. So there aren't a lot of new pronunciations that you have to learn separately in Chinese. You're just reusing your information that's in your head. The second takeaway is to have the mindset that Mandarin is your language. There's a lot of stigma that Mandarin is a hard language to learn, and while that is true, learning with this podcast will make it much easier and especially if you know Korean and American at the same time. The third takeaway is that Mandarin isn't that hard if you have the right mindset and the correct way of learning. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Hope to see you in the next one.